Hi, you are listening to Trashing Trauma with Tiana Monet. You guys, this podcast is all about identifying your trauma and trashing it so that you can live your fullest life. Yes, that means discovering who you really are, having healthy relationships that actually last, and living without fear. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for coming back and joining me. I hope that after hearing the intro, maybe you listened to it yourself or someone referred you over to this podcast, Um, but I'm super excited to really just jump into this because this whole trauma healing process, I feel like a lot of people have said like, oh, that's trauma or that's some childhood issues that you need to solve for when it comes to maybe a way that I was behaving and responding to a situation in my life. Um, But not until recently, again, at age 33, did I realize that Um, Yes, it could have been all of those things, but it wasn't just about breaking up with someone or leaving a job or not speaking to a specific family member that then those things were solved. It wasn't always about the circle of people I was in because quite honestly, when there's certain levels of trauma or trauma period, it's inside of you. So yes, certain groups are going to trigger different levels of trauma more than others, But ultimately, at the end of the day, the only way for that to go is for you to kind of look yourself in the mirror and really deeper than the mirror, go really soul deep, um, which is what I'm going to try and help you initiate today and just really focus on you. And not until you're a little bit further into this journey of healing is that where you're going to feel the ultimate and super ultra uncomfortability with facing yourself. Um, So today's topic is called the battle of you. Um, It quite frankly could even be called the battle within you. And I'm going to start it um, by reading you something out of From Poverty to Power by James Allen. And it says, there is an inmost center in all of us where truth abides in fullness and around wall upon wall, the gross flesh hems it in this perfect, clear perception, which is truth. A baffling and perverted carnal mesh binds it and makes all error and to know rather consist in opening out a way whence the imprisoned splendor may escape than in effecting entry for a light supposed to be without. This is so good and it kind of sounds like Shakespeare. So I'm going to go ahead and just kind of like untwine this for those of us that are like, huh? Because I don't know about you, but sometimes I have to read things twice when they're really good and deep. And that's what I had to do a few times while reading this book. And it basically is just, there is an inmost center in all of us, right? So there's this core in all of us. And inside of that core, that's where the truth really abides. That's where it's a perfect and very clear perception of what truth really looks like for us. And it is bound by all of our flesh, right? It's inside of our bodies. It's deep, deep down in our soul. Um, We often just live out life based off of how we look, what we wear. Um, We try to cover up what that truth really looks like. And during the healing process, when it comes to releasing and trashing the trauma, um, it is going soul deep inside. It doesn't matter what you're wearing, where you work. And um, there's something inside of there that it's affecting the entry of that light that needs to be in to clear that out. And the light that you'll experience as you heal the trauma is going to be so amazing because I'm going to share some really intimate stories on this podcast. And, you know, I find that people resonate with people who are just real. And, um, 
I've gone through some super dark times when it comes to relationships and, and most recently in a relationship where I was getting so angry and, um, I didn't realize that I had certain levels of trauma when it came to um, jealousy, abandonment issues, and all of these stemmed from um, that person. Um, No fault to that person. And a lot of the trauma processes, you'll learn to not blame other people because it was really for me, um, whether or not continued a relationship with this person, I needed to heal that. And so um, throughout conversations and being in that relationship, my anger, the way that I res- respond to things or not respond to things really started to surface some of that trauma that I had. And as I went through the healing process and um, while I was healing, communicating with this person, I started to see where my opportunities were. And throughout this book, um, it talks a lot about finding that truth. So the truth for me in particular of the anger was you don't have to get angry. You can just communicate. You don't have to be a monster. Like, what does it feel like to listen? What does it feel like to be in control? And again, um, James Allen will talk a lot about what it's like to be in control. And in the Bible, I really should have the scripture handy, but I always quote this. Um, It says that self-control is greater than political power. And it's funny because I heard that probably over five years ago, although I grew up in the Christian church and I always read the Bible, but I think certain things stand out to us at certain times in our life. And For some reason, self-control being greater than political power always stood out to me. It was being in control of thyself. And I think that that uh, scripture was really for such a time as this in my life and to share now with you is that if you are even the president of the United States, if you are a parent, a teacher, um, just a leader of any sort, if you're not in control of yourself, your platform does not matter. Your life really, to some extent, is going to begin to not matter because you're going to be very reckless. And so um, this battle of healing really starts with you. So as I started to really look into um, healing and what that looked like and identifying why I got angry and how that looked on me, like anger does not look good on me. It's not cute. I don't care how cute you are. Like it is not cute. (laughs) And so um, Throughout reading this book and and why I'm here talking with you guys today is to really encourage you to just stop and say, okay, why are things not working in my life? And I'll share some examples. So for me, so some of the cyclical things that go on in my life are bad relationships with men. Um, Maybe it's the way that I'm communicating or not communicating or choosing the wrong people, or I, I was a middle child. And so my sister got a lot of attention Um, And unfortunately, there was a lot of times when she wasn't feeling well, then my brother was the oldest and he was the only boy. So he got to be with my dad all the time. And so when my mom was caring for my sister or, you know, doing whatever, I always felt like I had to prove something. So whether that was being a top athlete at my school, getting good grades, having certain levels of achievement, that was always my way of doing something or, or trying to get noticed. For example, keeping my room clean or my mom offering us you know, do you want allowance or do you want this? And I would always try to take whichever would be more out of her hair. Or I moved out um, when I was 18 to live on my own. So I was one less person my mom needed to take care of. So I've always tried to either prove my worth or stay out of the way. And I still, to be honest, do that today. And I'm still going through this healing process. And I think this is going to help me be so much more convicted to just speak more truth to you guys because it's a real thing and it, it doesn't happen overnight. But so some of my trauma of feeling ignored, 
um, was now in relationship, I would, oh, I'm a really good mom or, oh, I have this title at work or, oh, I make this amount of money and I don't really need you, but you know, all you have to do is love me. And that was just like, what the heck? And then I would wonder why I'm just getting these guys that like, don't think that they need to provide or to support or (laughs) it just kind of all led into this same thing. And, um, you know, or being intimate sooner than I should have been. And there's, that's a whole nother level of trauma. And I'll talk about that on another podcast, but there really was things that happened in my childhood that then impacted or influenced the way that I behaved as an adult. And I recently did a Reiki healing with a Reiki healer named Queenie. She's so amazing. And she had me connect with my younger self. And that conversation for me was a lot of like, you're enough. Don't have to prove yourself. Um, don't try so hard. And you're only your worst critic, you know? Like I wish somebody would have told, genuinely told me that when I was younger. But I'm really here to talk with you guys and encourage you to heal your traumas. Um, And with healing your trauma comes confidence. So for example, um, Kevin and I have gotten back together and are kind of in talking, right? So we're working on what that looks like going forward. And with this relationship, it's very interesting because, because I'm in the process of healing trauma, it leaves you in a space of what do you want to do? What makes sense? Um, Am I supposed to spend more time by myself? Am I not supposed to spend more time by myself? And when you're healing, um, it's only inevitable that you're going to be tested. So part of my healing process was not wanting to go through any more bad relationships. So that cycle could not continue. And what's so funny is that I really believe God started to bring back people into my life to remind me of what caused the cycle. And it was really interesting. And it was actually a really cool test because when you're actually committed to healing, I do believe that God will step in and start to show you things and it'll be a very controlled environment. So for example, um, I am so in love with Kevin and everyone else seemed like a a compromise at that point. Shame on me, okay? Just being, I just promised to be transparent on this podcast. So there's that story. Now, he had started to send people back, like a millionaire that I dated, an athlete that I dated, and he sent back um, someone else. I don't know. Maybe Clearly, that's not that important, but somebody else. But I was like, oh my gosh. And then he revealed to me that two people that I had dated actually had the same characteristics, and they were very cyclical. Like, how did I not realize, right? So that was a great testament of like, just say no to these people. And at the time I'm single, so I could have made a choice to go on a date or to hang out or to whatever, but I said no to every single one of them because I knew that it was God showing me that this is what it takes to break the cycle. This is what it takes to move forward, identify your worth, understand what you have done wrong in the past, Tiana. It wasn't about see how bad all these people are for you? No. And they all have their own traumas as well. Um, And so what I'll also tell you, if you want to heal your trauma to be in a relationship, and let's say that you go through this process and you heal your trauma, 
it is not your responsibility to help somebody else heal their trauma. Like you could tell them who your Reiki healer is and you could tell them who your therapist is, or you could tell them about uh, From Poverty to Power by James Allen and how much it blessed you. And you can introduce them to God, <laughs> the universe, whatever you believe. Um, but you cannot be a part of that healing process. And I will raise my hand and be the first to say that I've tried that before. And it doesn't work because even Reiki healing won't work for someone that's not, or Tai Chi won't work if you're not open to that healing and you're not connected to more of a higher, higher sense or a higher power. So um, really this is going to be a battle of you where you're going to have to sit with yourself and have some form of support. So whether that's prayer, whether that you read from poverty to power, whether that you go to a healing session and you start to talk about things that you are honest with yourself. And I'm going to tell you right now, you don't have to be a spiritual or religious or any type of person to go through the healing process. But I will say that if you're not ready to be honest about yourself of some shit that you've done wrong in relationships, you, this isn't going to work. Um, so for me, it's been being uptight, um, being insecure, uh, getting super, super angry. But I have gotten angry because I saw my dad get angry. And I would be in relationships and I would call someone a piece of shit. And finally they asked me, they're like, why do you say that to me when you're mad, like really mad? Cause it was a really bad relationship at the time. And I started to realize, and I'm like, I would hear my dad say that. And it, I was so embarrassed because when I heard that I was younger and it, I pride myself on being a very like professional 33 year old, hardworking woman who's a single mom and holds it down and has a nice place. She lives in a nice car. Like all that stuff that doesn't matter, right? I take pride in that. So stupid. But then when I was in that moment and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm behaving in this way because of something that I seen before. This shit is real. Oh my gosh. And I truly felt like that was one of the many moments that I'm like, this is not a game. I have to fix this. I cannot allow these, whether you want to call them chains, barriers, or curses or whatever, like on your life. Um, you do have the ability to recognize these behaviors that you are walking out because of things that you've seen in your childhood. So that is very interesting. Um, I hope that you're saying like, you're starting to write down and take notes throughout this podcast, write down things that are resonating with you. Like, yeah, I do those things. Oh my gosh. Um, I do this or I do that. And something else that I've realized after and during reading this book um, from poverty to power is that I truly needed to spend more time by myself. Um, I was putting a lot of emphasis on success and achievement. And then that judgment came around in relationships of if somebody was not successful enough or achieving things in the way that I thought that they should be achieved, then that actually would scare me because I would think that they then weren't productive, therefore they couldn't provide, therefore there was a level of scarcity or lack there, therefore I could not be in a relationship. But it's like, reel it in, you crazy fearful woman. And re-identify what success really looks like for you. You're chasing something that's outside of who you're truly meant to be. So to take it a little deeper, we were all obviously thought of. And whatever it is that you believe in, at the end of the day, my beliefs are like, there is a God. Something created us. Because like 
think about it. We have our eyes, our ears, our hair, our like penis or vagina, like boobs, like, come on, like somebody thought about this. Okay. First of all, and whoever's listening, I know personally, I have these gifts to connect with people and I love to speak and I love to genuinely look people in the eye and tell them that you are amazing. And whatever it is that you feel makes you super freaking excited. That's important. And this is why I'm on here to talk about trashing trauma is because in once you trash that trauma, think about it. You were born beautifully and wonderfully made. Like there was no mistakes. If you have like 20,000 less head hairs on your head than I do, that wasn't a mistake or vice versa. Like that was not a mistake. So when we take that into consideration, but then you're born into this family that's like alcoholics, or maybe you were adopted and that screwed you up, or maybe that your dad left and now your parents are divorced. So that jacked you up too, or whatever. So then it is your responsibility some point, if you didn't, if you did end up losing your true like glow, if you would, to say, oh my gosh, like I don't believe in relationship anymore. Why don't I believe in relationship? Okay, well, I need to go back and deal with the fact of how jacked up I got when my parents got divorced so that I can come and actually have the relationships that I want to have. Okay, awesome. Now I feel like I can have these relationships. Now I can make more connections. Now I can network. Now I can actually go and be and play shows at the club or whatever it is that your thing is. We healing this trauma is truly to get back into connection with who we were born to be. I know to reel it in and bring it to a a, a plain perspective. There's many of you that are probably listening that uh, maybe something bad happens in your life. So maybe it's like you lost a job that you identified with and that's where you claimed your identity is through your super awesome job that you went to school for, whatever. Or maybe it's your relationship. So how many days have you had something super shitty happen to you and then you just cannot move because you are putting so much weight on this bad thing? Poverty to Power talks about, you guys have to get this book and it's on Amazon talks about like when you're truly connected with your highest self, you become an Im- immovable force. Like a mountain, we like worship the mountain because it's so powerful. It's so amazing. It's so huge. How did it get there? Like, I'm sure we've all asked ourselves that. Or those people who are so disciplined and, you know, they don't get mad because they, not because they don't care, they don't have feelings. It's just because they know that everything's going to be okay. And we all wish <laughs> Still to this day, me, I wish I could be that person, right? So when you come to a place of being at center and being connected with your greatest and most highest self, healed from trauma to where you understand that those things cannot and will not break you, but they're sent you know, through evil things maybe, or just the way that the world works. Maybe it's God puts those things there for us to reconnect back and trust him to help us release them. Whatever that story ends up being for you, Healing and trashing your trauma is so important so that you can actually be connected to the highest, most powerful being that you can possibly and that you were intended to be here on this planet. So an exercise that I want you to do on your own um, prior to the next podcast is really to identify because just because you have trauma doesn't mean that you don't have moments of understanding who the hell you really are. So without reservation and unapologetically, I want you to write down, take a verbal note, however you take notes and and reference things, just write down 
the badass that you know you are. Like, I know that these are my gifts. I know for a fact I was made to be an artist. I know for a fact I was made to be a stay-at-home mom. I know for a fact that I was made to farm cows or be a horse whisperer, whatever it is. That shit is important, and it's important that you get there with your truest self, and you don't let anybody take you down. Now, if you have traumas like, everyone's told me that I'm not good enough, and now you feel like you're less than, we're going to get you through that process and how to re-empower you to get back to knowing F those people, like let them deal with their trauma. A lot of times, if not every time that somebody brings another human being down, it's not because you're ugly. Like I've been called hideous and all these stupid things. It's not because I'm hideous, right? Like nobody is really hideous, okay? It's not because of that. It's because of that person's trauma has, has an impact on them when they freely are hurting other people. So now if that person were to really be at their highest, most sensible, calm, operating self, those types of people don't call people hideous. Those types of people don't tell you that you're not good enough. Those types of people are not dream killers and tell you that their dreams are bad. So I really hope that that helps you understand that this whole trashing trauma process is for each of us to own our own shit. This isn't about, oh, this is so good. I'm going to go tell Peter all these things he needs to heal about himself. No, you don't need to tell Peter anything about his trauma. He needs to recognize that on his own and you need to heal yourself, okay? So that you can set proper and more concrete and consistent boundaries around your life. Then Peter may not have have room there or your immovability of your truest self may inspire Peter and other people around you to actually go and seek after operating in their truest and highest self, okay? So I hope that really helps you guys today. I'm gonna go ahead and leave it there. Um, Some podcasts that you can look forward to coming up are obviously around trashing your trauma. I'm really gonna talk about the relationship with my mom and how um, me not understanding her trauma before, but the way life works, sometimes we relive things that our parents never got through or solved for. It's kind of like if they're playing a video game and they can't get through the level, but you log on to the place, the PlayStation or the system and you have to go through that level like just to help your parents through. Um, that might sound confusing right now, but I'm going to go ahead and talk about how you know, my mom was a single mom and I'm a single mom and I've dealt with some of the same traumas and disasters and abuse in my life that she dealt with. But had I had not gone through that, I really don't think that I would understand her from the place of love that I do today. Um, And then on top of that, heal that trauma for myself so that my daughter never has to go through it. So this is really an exciting and intense process, but I'm here to tell you and reassure you that um, if you are intentional about being connected with yourself, spending some time with yourself um, every day that you hear this podcast. Um, I'm going to send these podcasts out on Fridays so that you can have some time over the weekend to really spend some intimate time with yourself, journal, do yoga, whatever it is that gets you into that place of center and peace and truth so that you can heal is going to be super exceptional. So thank you so much for your time today and I'll catch you on the next podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. And as always, I truly hope that you heard something today that resonated with you and that you can instantly implement into your life 
to make it so much better. Now, I want to be sure that you subscribe to this show wherever you get your podcast. And I also want to ask that you give us a five-star rating so that we can meet more people. Share this podcast literally with every single person that you know. We all have our trauma and the healing process is so real. I love you guys and I'll see you on the next podcast.